and welcome to episode 12 of Webway Radio. I'm your host, Kurt. And this is Austin coming back at you hot. And today we are going to talk about a lot of 10th edition, kind of what we've been doing, trips to the hospital. New armies galore. The reason we didn't record an episode for so long. That's a fun one. It's all Kurt's fault. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take the blame. It's my show. But, you know, we, we ramble a little bit. We kind of jump around. We, we talk about games and how we progress. And to overall, good good chat. Real good chat. Um, grab a drink. Sit sit down with some, some new models to, to build or paint. Do some hobbying while you listen to what is this effectively just a, a good talk. I guess you kind of said it all there. So, with that being said, let's take a little break. And we'll be right back with excuses. Sounds great. All right. have had a little bit of a hiatus not entirely intentional we recorded an episode gosh I, I guess there was maybe two or three weeks left before 10th edition dropped right something like that yeah it was you and Alex and you guys went to your first tournament and I don't want to dwell on that particular topic too much it was a really good episode we had like a 20 minute segment about you guys getting lunch or breakfast I guess both yes but the night before the tournament, I joked with you about, you know, oh, man, Stephen Crawley is going to be at this tournament. Like, watch you have to play number five in the world. As it turns out, I didn't have to play Stephen Crawley. Alex got to play Stephen Crawley on table two. On table one, I got to play against his son. Both of us got wrecked. And and his son, Roland, is is a very good player. I've, I think he listens. He has in the past. So that was that was definitely an experience. Like, it's just so funny. We joked about it for weeks that you guys were going to go down there and get paired with some, like, big-name player. And sure enough, round one, you guys both... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, in Alex's, like, pregame talk with Steven, he just looked at him, saw that he was playing Chaos Demons, and was like, all right, look, I'm going to try, but this is essentially just a learning experience for me. Please tell me when I mess up so I can learn from you. <laughs> Meanwhile, but, me and well, me and Roland uh, had a bloodbath out in the middle of no man's land for that game. It was incredible. The only thing I had left was a single hecaton. So you ended up going what one and two? I went one two. He went o oh, two one. Right, that's right. He he tied the uh, the admic player whose name escapes me. I had everything written down. For Patrick. That Patrick. That's right. And I played him when I went to Huntsville. So. The, the important part is neither of us left that uh, high ground, I think is the name of the... Right, the high ground hobbies. Yeah, high ground hobbies. We, n- neither of us left high ground with a golden spoon. That's good. So it, for anyone that doesn't know, they have a little joke going on, going on there where if you get last place in the tournament, you get what's called the golden spoon. It's just a little wooden spoon that they spray-painted gold. And if you bring it back to your next tournament, you get admission for free. Oh, cool. So, so first tournament, you enjoyed it. Nothing crazy happened. Uh, when you mentioned getting the getting the bug on your first tournament, I didn't think it would latch on to me as much as it did. Uh, it, it it was insane. It's so fun. It's so fun. Speaking of which, they're doing another tournament, August nineteenth. I saw that because they just had their welcome to tenth edition last weekend, right. which unfortunately I couldn't attend because it was mine and my girlfriend's seventh anniversary. Right. We all had plans that day, so it just yeah. it did not work out. But granted with the meta right now, I'm not sure I want to just go dive in and play knights in, in Eldar three rounds. Right. I, I can't really blame you, but I'll 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 be getting into that later in the episode. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, cool. So, so that's kind of, uh, so anyways, we recorded this episode. It was what hour and 20 minutes. It was really good. You guys talked about your games. It was we a very about... long, very extensive episode. It had plenty of content in it. And then Alex's mic decided to not pick up anything he said. Right. So, so it was essentially me and Austin talking to Alex and not getting any responses from and him. laughing to someone in the background that you guys couldn't hear. And I did everything I could to boost the audio, but at the, at the same time, I kind of decided with the amount of listeners that we have, barely double digits, it just wasn't worth the 30 hours to sit there and try to boost every time he talked. So we just scrapped it. We knew 10th was coming. We didn't really have any content. I was kind of in a hobby slash game funk just because I was, I was kind of done with 9th at that point. I think we all were. I think we were just ready for the new edition to hit already. Right. And I had been telling you guys since March, like I'm, I'm just playing to help get you guys into this. Yeah, we, we, I think we picked a great time to come in. You know, you're burnout. Everyone else is burnout. We're about to get a new edition. Just makes it so much better. Tenth is here, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but that is just kind of why we haven't recorded in a month or two. We wanted Tenth to come out and get some games in and, and to kind of be able to talk about our thoughts. So here we are. We're hoping to be more consistent soon. I'm not going to promise, like, every 1st and 15th, like the independent characters, because I got kids. I can't make that kind of commitment right now. But, but I do want to try to be a little more consistent going forward. I have work and hate myself, so we'll see. I know we've talked a little bit about maybe recording video to go with this just to... I know we get a lot of people on YouTube like, what's this? And they see it's a podcast with no video and they just drop. So I'm hoping with some video, maybe maybe retain some people. It's an idea. So anyways, that's why we've been gone. Let's talk a little bit of hobby news. Anything in the news recently you're excited about? So the thing that I'm most excited about is... And this this was a reveal back in like late April, if I remember right. But the Serastis Frame Knights are coming to plastic. I have wanted one of those things since they came out in Forge World Resin, but was not willing to pay that for a knight. Yeah, pay, paying paying over double the price of a knight is a little off putting to most people. What did we see? Three three fifty three sixty five, I believe. Crazy. So now they're coming to. Plastic kits, it will be licensed as a horse heresy model. Isn't it always? But I mean, let's be honest. Any anything good that's a vehicle is in the, is in horse heresy. I think I think it'll be a I think it'll be a fun little inclusion. It'll be a fun little inclusion for the meta to to see it back in plastic and well to see actually, more of them. Oh yeah, I've seen one in person that was probably legit. Seen some really kind of crappy printed legit. ones, but it, it's a beautiful model. I, I can't wait for you to get one or more. It's gorgeous. I, I can't wait to pick pick one up myself. Um, that and maybe like a Serastis Castigator because I mean, come on, it's got a it's got a thunder it's got a thunderblade. That's cool as shit. It is. Speaking of the Horus Heresy, we had a really big announcement two weekends ago, last weekend. So I don't even it's know. Very recently, we're finally getting Epic. Technically, it's Warhammer: The Horus Heresy Legions Imperialis, but as a guy who has a three D printed Epic army. It's Warhammer Epic. It's so cool. I, I can't wait. I'm going all in on this thing. And it it's a little bit confusing to me, I guess. I don't know why you would cannibalize your brand new Horse Heresy 28 millimeter game. But I guess if I had the option, like, I would much rather play the bigger game with tinier models than go spend all this money on Forge World Resin I, I don't know. It just seemed odd to me. Any any hot takes on that? I mean, listen, it's GW. They will find a way to make a, how big is it? Like two inches long 
group of five Space Marines, they'll find a way to price it at 30 bucks. They'll find a way. I'm I'm excited. And they used to sell it to where like here's a whole like hundred person squad was was the box. You know, it's 60, 70 bucks for essentially a uh, what's the hundred person Legion thing? Company? For a company of space marines? I'm in. Sixty bucks and you get twelve tanks. Okay. I'm more willing to do that than I am like two hundred and twenty five dollars for a Spartan or something crazy. Yeah, it is that is absolutely insane. So I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely going to, I got a little bit of store credit. I'll talk about that later. Forgot to write that down in the notes. Um, but I, I think I'm going to use some store credit and pick that box up just as a, you know, hey, it didn't cost me anything. You know, if, if it sucks, nobody plays it. I'm not really out anything. So we'll see. I, I think that we'll, we'll definitely be seeing an uptick in the amount of people that are active at the shop in, in the coming months because... Uh, our sister's player just—he's painting. He's—he's he's actually painting. He's painting. He—he he took a break from sisters, built an entire Space Marines army, painted it already, and is now getting back to painting his sisters. Yes. So, um, <laughs> our our Thousand Sons player is finally getting to a point where he's almost at two thousand points now. He's getting really close. Uh, our so Necron our Necrons player is actually showing up once a week now. Oh, amazing. It's happening. It's happening. It's actually happening. I know I've right said in it front of our every eyes. episode, but like, oh my gosh, I have a community now. Um, so, it, took, it, it took a little bit. Uh, it it's took a little bit. like fifteen years, son. Don't don't start with that. I'm talking about since we <laughs> got into it, and I was one of the first ones to get into it. Right. And I, and I think if we play more consistently, because we was it two Saturdays ago, I was there. No, I, I played on a random Friday because I was off. Yeah, that's right. And some guy came in and was like, "Oh, you guys have Warhammer? Cool." And he went. He bought some Tau stuff, and he oh bought, really? He bought some heresy. He bought a heresy box, and me and Alex were kind of talking to him, just like shooting the breeze, like, "Oh, hey, you play la la. We play on Saturdays." He showed up that next Saturday with a thousand points of Necrons, and I played him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I met him last week. Yeah. So, and it was just like, oh my gosh! Like, if you just show up and you have cool models and, and like have that little conversation with people, they get into it. It helps if they don't already play something like Magic or Fab. Right. Because right. if you only have one hobby to dump your money on, it's a lot easier to convince people. Mm-hmm. And it's really neat. I know I've talked about it in the past, and this is way off topic, but we're here. Let's let's chat. Might as well. Me and my wife ran a Warhammer club at her elementary school three, or f- three years ago, maybe? It would have been four years ago because I didn't work for the school system yet. And uh, one of those kids randomly went to the shop the other day for like Pokemon cards, saw they had Warhammer, bought a starter box, and that kid's mom no way messaged my wife on Facebook like, "Look what he's finally getting into!" No way. Uh, so it's like, is that is that starting to pay off? Like five years later, like how cool is that? Um, well, I I remember back when I was still in high school. This was about it, it was my I want to say my junior year. So this was 2017, 2016 ish. Oh my God, you're so young. I know you're so old. I uh, I helped foster the D and D club at our high school, but I couldn't join because of previous engagements. And then I started doing co op work when I was in high when I was in my senior year. And then all of a sudden, you see all the shops that are in the that are in our area start sprouting up with oh we do we do D and D three times a week mm-hmm. in in our in our spare room oh. Uh, there are two 
local Facebook groups just for D&D groups and finding a group. And see, I didn't know that. That's that's incredible. That's all come about in the last five years. Wow. Okay, cool. I need to look for those because I'm I'm planning something big. We'll talk later off mic. Got another story for you. Love to see that. Would it happen to be something around Necromundia? Uh, we could make that happen too. Second, uh, two ooh, things to talk about after. Let me, let me better. Out here. And the last thing I really want to talk about, something near and dear to my heart, it's what got me into the hobby all those years ago. It looks like the old world might be happening this year. And as I, I know I've talked about probably every episode on this podcast, I've my wife has a high elf army in boxes behind me. And uh, I'm going to get to use it, and I am so excited. It only, it only took another 10 years, Kurt, but your, fi- your, your investment's finally paying off. I mean, Sigmar's been out for eight. So, yeah, it's been about 10 years since I bought that army. Um, and then they killed the game right after we bought her limited edition, collector's edition codex. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, you know, it, it was neat the article they put out that showed what they were going to support and not support. Because if, if the army's got a refresh in Sigmar... Basically, it's not going to be in fantasy other than the initial PDF. And that, I don't want to say it makes me salty because Tomb Kings are a launch army, and I'm I'm so excited about that. But the fact that they're not going to have Dark Elves and Skaven, Vampire Counts, like some of the, the, the key armies for me just aren't really going to be in the game and the lore. And that's it's kind of sad. I mean, it's sad, but when when you have existing models and then immediately come out with, you know, Age of Sigmar... I, you have to you have to find a way to make those mo- to make those models and uh, those those hobbyists not despise you as a company. Sure. And I mean, sure they saved face back then, but they are alienating a, a certain group of people. Now, granted, that certain group of people probably has wives, kids, and jobs now, so they don't have much time to play Warhammer oh, Fantasy. Tell but, me about it. But you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that this is just a. Uh, it's it's a reap what you sow. It's the it's the consequences of your actions, even sure. if they were to, if they were done in order to keep things fresh and alive. I mean, I'm I'm really excited for it to come back. I hope it does okay. I know recently they they announced, you know, we we got our quarterly books for Warhammer, the the tournament packs, like the Knockmen and the Nephilim and all that stuff. Right. The General's Handbook they announced isn't going to be a quarterly or even a six month book anymore. It's now going to be a yearly book. Which which makes me think maybe Sigmar's not doing well, or maybe they they think fantasy might might kick it in the teeth. I, I don't. I'm I'm really curious how that's going to play out. Immediate off the off the top of my head thought is this is a side project for them to see how it is, kind of like how Sigmar is in general. It is a testing ground for ideas right. and what will sell well. So my current thought is the team for this is obviously small. It is nowhere near the size of 40K Horus Heresy or Sigmar, probably not even close to even Sigmar, if I'm being honest. So this is probably just their way of making sure that we're at least going to throw it in. We're going to dip our toes in the water. And if if things do pick up, then maybe maybe we'll see a, a six-month update instead of a yearly update. Yeah, well, th- this was for Sigmar, not not uh, Old World. Oh, but, this is for Sigmar, yeah, my bad. So it's, th- that makes me think maybe Sigmar, they're... I don't know. It, it's interesting. I just, something I've noticed, and I know, I don't know if we talked about it in the Discord or not. I try to stay super positive in the Discord, but I just, I don't know. Interesting, I guess. I think it's it's also because we don't have that much of a Sigmar presence in the, yeah, in don't the shop. We, we, don't, we don't have that much 
talk going on about it. Yes, and, and speaking of Sigmar, I'll circle back to that after we talk about these amazing new Tyranid models. These oh new Tyranid models are insane. They're so gorgeous. I the need... Lictor is finally getting love after, what, 12, 15 years? Uh, like 20? <laughs> like 20? <laughs> I had a metal lictor when I first started Warhammer. A metal lictor? I had metal lictor. I had a metal hive tyrant with plastic wings. Ooh. That kit was crazy. Um, yeah, so so Tyranids were my first army. It's it's what me and my buddy Wesley drove around. We went to Nashville looking for the what used to be a Battle Force box. I've got the Drakari one somewhere, and it's it's, yeah. It was just like great value. It was like 85 bucks. And we searched probably 20 game stores in Nashville. We went, if there was a game store on Google Maps back, you know, when smartphones were new, we found it, we went to it, we raided it, we looked for all the Tyranids, and finally we found one after an entire day of driving to every store in town looking for something. And that's that's how I got into the game. You probably spent as much money in gas as you did on the actual box. Back to Lictors, though. They did confirm that the Lictor is a single model kit. With a whole bunch of options. Yeah, now, now you have the Lictor, the Neuro Lictor, and the Death Leaper, which somehow has evolved a flesh cape. Well, he, yeah, well, look, I'll take it. It looks awesome. It's so dope. I need it, all It of almost, them. you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a Mind Flayer from D&D. Yeah, I got that vibe. Like, straight up looks like an Illithid Master. Like, it is so cool. I'm just afraid to have, like, three Lictors and a Death Leaper. It's going to cost me $300. They're new models. In a popular army, of course, it's going to cost you three hundred dollars. Oh, oh, you you think this is Armagers? You think that this is oh. something easy to do? Yeah, that the Norn emissary looks fantastic. I got really excited when they showed that first picture that showed it against what was a wraith, wraith not a lord, gar- lord. Yeah, not a wraith knight, but the wraith lord. I was like, oh, I thought it was a wraith knight. I was like, oh my god, this thing's like twelve inches tall. And then it was like, oh wait, they they said it was wraith. Can you imagine the rage? The rage of, of of Nid players, if they printed a Titanic-sized model that wasn't the Hierophant Biotitan in plastic before the Hierophant Biotitan, man, I bet they've sold two hundred of those tops. But I understand. Listen, I've considered. Listen, it. Titanic Titanicus players are few and far between, but they do not care about the price of things. Their pockets are deep. I would love to play Titanicus. I have the starter set behind me, which is about to be converted to a Warhammer, the Horus Heresy Legion's Imperialis army. Right. The the urge to buy a Warhound Titan has never been stronger. I just want to. I just want to buy a model the size of a small toddler. I, I have the baby ones. If you you just want to hold one for a minute, you'll feel a lot better about it. I bet I would. <laughs> I'll even let you hold a baby Serastus. He's an inch and a half tall with his shield. Hmm. What What if I just take my baby Serastus and like put it on an actual Serastus base and then put like a tape and string up to what the actual height is and just be like, all right, this is my Serastus. You guys can deal with it. You need to do the infinity thing because they don't measure to the, the model doesn't matter on the base. Have you ever seen this? No. So infinity, you've got your bases and models on the base, right? So in the rules, it says this is a level two model or whatever. And so there's literally a cardboard cutout. Great, great radio. I'm showing him. Um, that's like this. And it's it's a certain size. And you set that on top of the base. And if you can see the cutout on the base, you can see the model. Huh. But if you can't see the cutout, 
You can't. So the arms don't matter, the guns don't matter, the head doesn't matter. It's it's what the the silhouette is that you put down. It's it's really neat. All right, cool. Any other news you want to chat about? So in terms of hobby news, I think that's it. I've been working on a little bit of a new army that I picked up here recently called uh, Imperial Knights. So so is it time to progress to hobby progress exclamation point exclamation exclamation point. point? I also started a new army. So let's hear about these knights. What what made you go? I need knights. So in, in the last episode that we had, I mentioned that I was getting interested in Chaos Knights mm-hmm. for, the, for the reasons I pointed out in that episode. And then, if you were also paying attention in that episode, I ripped on Chaos for like 15 minutes. It's really easy to do. It's really easy to do. Look I, at me. I'm not 13 Crusades. Ooh, look at me. I failed 13 Black Crusades. Ooh, look at me. I blew up Cadia just because I, I threw the Blackstone Fortress into it. Ooh. I digress. I digress. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Imperial Knights, I like shooting. I like big knights. Oh, hey, someone around me is actually selling them because he needed to get rid of them. Oh, they're at a good price. Good sir, you got a deal on those knights. A had stupid I, deal. Had I seen that deal, I would have bought those knights. Can't blame you. It was a 2,000-point army in 9th edition. Well, two well, big knights... It was, it was two two Questorus frames and seven armagers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fully painted. Fully painted, fully based, fully built, with magnetized gun options and missile pods on top of the Questorus frames for $550. I'll, I'll, I'll admit what I paid. Listeners can't hear it, but I'm shaking my head so hard right now. Just, oh, yeah, he, he is ugh. seething. And then I bought... Essentially, I bought them off of off of Kurt. I bought a Questorus frame and an Armager Warglaive off of Kurt through Alex because Alex got about six hours into building the Questorus frame. Hadn't gotten to the said, chest yet or the this torso. This is horrid. I am never getting these hours back, and I still have untold amount of hours still in this thing. Please take it off my hands. I'm just glad he didn't buy more than what I had. Because had he gone out and been like, I'm going to buy three boxes of this and one of those and one oh, of these. can and, you imagine? And he was out hundreds. You would have got a good deal on him. He might not have made any money off of me, but he would have gotten his money back. Plus, Alex wants orcs anyways. He's talked about orcs since like the second time I saw him. It's like, why are Look, you buying knights, man? Come on. The second that he moves out of that house oh, or that man. apartment, he's building orcs. Orcs, 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 orcs. I know a guy that has orcs. He'll never let them go. No, because they're the comedic relief of the universe. That was the reason I was so excited about the Serastis frames earlier in the video. Was because I'm now playing Imperial Knights. So that means that I get to play with the Serastis frame in my army. You're already oppressive. Now what we need is you with a lancer and a shield that does even better stuff. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you know, just a casual two up, four up. With 14 inch move. Oh, my bondsman ability is I can advance and charge in the same turn. Oh, and so can this Warglaive Armager that I just gave it to. Oh, and I get to use Tank Shock for free in the same turn that I used it on another unit already. It is a stupid rule. Oh, and a casual strength 20 profile on the melee weapon. Yeah, that's... Oh my gosh. Oh, so tw- oh by the way, 25 wounds, and it doesn't get bracketed until 8. Wow. That's... I hadn't looked at your stat line that closely. I, I've I've spent way too much time staring at it. I'm I'm seething at the gills 
waiting for this thing to drop because it said summer of 2023. Soon. You know, summer goes to like September with their calendar, so. British. Just like they were like, winter. I was like, that starts in December and ends in February. Like, we're not getting these codexes for a while. We're not getting these codexes till June. Speaking of new armies, speaking I, of new armies, I think I briefly touched on buying custodies for Jordan last episode. I bought a custodies army off Facebook. What? I couldn't tell you what's in it. It's a lot of infantry. It's a lot more sisters. It's a, it's a few Alaris custodians. It's like six Alaris. It's a blade champion. Some some Vexillus praetors on bikes. Yeah, eight guard, I think. Some witch seekers. Some vigilators. Yeah, it's it's. A, I'm letting her use a land raider and a couple of rhinos just to protect some stuff. Um, that and she has to fill out points because it's not at two thousand yeah, points yeah. anymore. It was so close to two thousand points, and then then it went down like four hundred. Not so. anymore. But uh, I've played her a couple of times. I can't scratch it. I just, you know, that's don't custodians. Have it's like playing against knights, but smaller. Like two up, four up, lots of bodies. They just, they just kind of keep coming towards me. And oh, I can't and, oh, do and don't forget the feel no pains on mortals, because you know, how, they, do you, how, how do you get around imble saves? Mortals, uh, never mind. They weren't tough enough as it was. Um, but no, she, it's fun. She's enjoying it. She likes the way they play. Um, she doesn't have to think real hard, unlike the Eldar where. You know, she had three or four different psychers in ninth that had different spells, and she had to keep this here and that and forget this and do the things and all the dice and the stuff. And it's just move forward and take the shots. And like, oh, man, I shot all my stuff at those bikes, and I killed one. Thousand points worth of shooting. I mean, listen, I killed it's, one. it's custodies. I know. You, it, is a, it is a Timmy army. It is, Aww. it is, I am playing, that, that, that is not an insult by any means, because <laughs> I, I'm playing knights, that's the timmiest army to ever, Timmy. True, and I have Eldar on the shelf, what am, what am I doing playing Drakari and Tyranids? Because you hate yourself. I know, I'm trying to be friendly at the shop. Oh, speaking of which, Kurt, you got another army since the last podcast I, episode. Well, I bought Leviathan, as a lot of people did, um, and, and when it came out, I, I played my Drakari for a bit, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Uh, played played a, a lot of thousand point games with Drakari, and man, they were really good at a thousand points. And but then two thousand points came around. When you scale up, uh, it's just it's a lot harder at two thousand points because you know people get bigger guns and more guns. It's and almost things. it's almost like Drakari is a finesse army. Well, they were. Now we're a shooting army. I played uh, two, on, two on a scale of one games. to ten. How bad? I mean, we weren't great at the end of ninth, but now now we're pretty subpar. You can win with them if if you really teched into like Talos and Kronos and stuff, but I don't. I have one. I I think that Drakari honestly fared better than Votan in the update because my my poor Votan. Now yes. and, and here's the thing. I I'm relating Votan to Drakari even though they are leagues and bounds apart. <laughs> Get it, leagues? Oh, I, I see what you did there. But I th- it at the end of the day, Drakari is a big enough faction and a fleshed out enough faction that they have at least some units in their codex that they can go around yes. and actually fall back on. Yes. Votan, you're playing the exact same list that you did in ninth, but you have to play it differently now. Well, I mean, we went from being a, a melee army to a shooting army, so I can, I can relate. We, we went, we went a from a shooting army to a worse shooting army. And I, if Alex was here, he would have the exact same thought about Tau. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like you guys all picked these armies and everybody just got thrown in the toilet. And then I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go spend 650 bucks on a knight's army. Oh, they're at the top of the meta. I did not do that intentionally. I swear, I am not not meta-chasing Kurt. Uh I I see that look you're giving me. Uh, Did I say a word? Nope. How many times have you lost with your knights? Just 
once. Okay. And it was a fringe Necron list that blew me out of the water. Oh my gosh. He blew me out of the water too. Don't feel bad. He's the prodigal son. I can't say anything. Listen, it's a lot harder to win when all you when you can't roll above a three. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't roll lower than a four. It's it's rough. Just roll sixes, right? Just roll sixes. It's very hard to lose when you're when you're only rolling sixes. Uh, so, back to what we started. I I, I played Jakari a couple of times. I built the Space Marines. I played a couple of Space Marine games. Kind of eh on them just because I've I've kind of had my teeth kicked in by just about everybody. So I was like, you know what? Let's see what the Tyranids can do. If it makes you feel any better. Every Space Marines game I've played has been me kicking in their teeth. Yeah, you shot eight hundred points of Space Marines off the table, top of two. Mind you, that was only because I couldn't get to them right. at, on yeah. one. Oh, no, I hid them well, and then I was like, well, I have to do something. Let's take objectives. I got and in then, two shots with some, some armigers on the side of the map yes. on turn one and just moved things up the board. And then I'm like, ooh, Hinga Dinga Durgan, Leif Erikson's going to drop out a deep strike. And it happened. And it happened because now you can give a, a Questorus frame deep strike. Who thought that was a good idea for 35 points? Well, oh yeah, uh, I, I've seen I've seen Kurt be like, you know what? I'll give it to you because I might be able to win, but this is gonna be way too much thought process and intensive. I want to go sit down and have a beer. Yes, Kurt gave up out of pain and suffering. I mean, you killed everything. I had like two units left in a tank. It was bad. If it makes you feel any better, I haven't played knights since that game. So I started knits. I forgot to to say that I've painted up some termagants. I got everything assembled. Everything's primed. Starting to kind of. I got a scheme. I, I like it enough. Say, I, I've seen you building. You got you got your Leviathan box mm-hmm. right next b- to you, built and paint, built and primed right next to me. You uh, you're starting to paint your your Hormagons over there. Termagons. Termagons. Hormagons. Hide the blades. A- Get your Tyranid body parts together. I don't play bugs. It's okay. I do. My son uh, loves them. I, I see that you have uh, Tyranid warriors also in the Leviathan box over here. They're getting to start get, getting painted. You yep. got your uh, your parasite of Mortrex. Uh, your what 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 happened to your to your hive tyrant? Where is it? I don't see it. He's I mean he's in the box without arms or a head just because I want to paint him before I I commit to that. But, uh, oh, I see, I see what you're doing. But I uh, got three units of warriors. I got and my buddy Shane's loaned me out some because he's not using. Them. He's like, hey, just more points on the table. All right, cool. And they're painted like the Zerg. Uh, so I got some purple ones over there behind a shelf. But I'm, so, I'm really say, excited. Say you know that the Zerg were supposed to be Tyranids, right? Oh yeah. Because StarCraft was supposed to be a Warhammer game. Sir, I've been in this for I, quite a while. I wonder well, I wonder how that's going for you there, GW. That oh, one really man. fell through, didn't it? Can you imagine if we had a actually like mainstream game for Warhammer? The world would be a totally different place. But yeah, I've, I've kind of committed to the nids. I've considered buying... So what I really want, you know, a, a 20-man squad of Termagots is going to be like 60 bucks, Right. The Space Brain board game that's exclusive to Target has been announced. Immediately, the pre-order sold out everywhere. The game's forty bucks. Comes with the guy from Dawn of War, right? Is that no? It comes the guy from Space Brain. The game, yeah. And twenty Termagots, forty freaking dollars. Is it the new? Ter- is it the new Gaunt models? Even if it's not, you know, I think it's the new ones because it's such a new release, and I think they held it. But it's sold out everywhere. No, no, no. See, see, what we have to do is we have to put some poor hammer logic to this. Shout out you because I wanted the Titus model. Personally, shout out the the poor hammer podcast. Those guys are awesome. What you got to do is you got to wait for the plastic, the new, the brand new Termagant models to drop. Mm-hmm. Give it 
a week, two right. weeks max. Uh-huh. The second that people get in their new Termagants and get them built, they're going to be either selling their old ones because you can't play that many Termagants anymore. You can. You can. I mean, sure, you, you have battle line and you can take a squad of 20, but you can't take like 150 bodies like you used to. Is there a restriction on battle line? Is it six? It is six units. Oh, so you can take 120. But then you do Hormagots and you take 120 of those. Yeah, but the point is... Then you take 120 gargoyles. Yeah, you can take the 150 bodies still with with some debate, obviously. But the point is... Yeah, you'd have nothing else. There, no. There's there's the people that have pockets deeper than the Mariana Trench and are willing to shell out money to GW left and right, like it's alimony payments. <laughs> so what you do is you just you sit around and wait for someone to be like, I want to get rid of my old gaunts because they're ugly. And now you're picking up hundreds of gaunts for like 50 bucks. I, I do have a couple of eBay uh, alerts set up, you know, throwing throw it out there. Of course. It's like the old saying, rhinos are free. And and people are selling the uh, the 10 man squads of, of termagants for like 20 bucks on eBay. I found a dude last night. He had four of them, four packs of 20 and they were like 33 a pop. I could just spend like $65 and get 40 more. See? Then, I'm, then I'm set, you know? Any other cool hobby news for you? You bought some knights. You're not meta-chasing. Um, I swear I'm not meta-chasing. I swear I'm not meta-chasing. Okay. Listen, just because I bought the Boogeyman Army last edition to start out with, and then I bought knights, oh no, they're good now. Whatever shall I do? These, these, are, these are unfortunate positives that I have to deal with. You sound like my wife who just falls into the meadow with the best army every time she snaps her fingers. Yeah, but with Jordan, it's believable. I stay up to date and read things. She doesn't. Jordan just goes, ooh, that looks cool. That don't look pretty. How about custodies? Those are pretty and easy. Oh, my God. They're pretty and easy, and her paint job is heresy. I mean, it's old way. Oh, her her custodies. Yeah. Look, for anyone who doesn't know, she painted her custodies army. Dark aluminum. Dark aluminum. Aluminum. I hate, I hate that you made me say I, it. I, I know. I, I hate it, it so and much. It's on record. Gotcha. I have failed as, as an American. Revoke my card immediately. It's all right. We'll just get you to watch F1 with us. You're, you're fine. Welcome it, to the club, buddy. Right. But um, she, she, got, she got them in, and she hated the gold paint job that... In her defense. She, that, that, that was on them when she bought them. It was the heaviest contrast gold that I've, I've ever seen. It was horrid. You could have dipped them in... I did. You, you, you could have dipped them in, in like house... And house yellow paint, like for the side of your house, and they would have come out better than this. It yeah, was. I think. Bad. I think that that the dude had to try to make them look this bad. I think he was just meta chasing and wanted something on the table. And the coat, you know, they, they were good. They were bad. Then they were good. Then they were bad. And I think I just caught them on a on a downswing. Probably. And, and I got a great deal on them after after they after they stripped the paint off of it. She decided, ooh, I'm going to paint them silver. Or in this case, dark aluminum. aluminum. I'm not doing it again. You're not almost, getting me a second time. Almost. I think they look good. They, they're they're different than your standard custodies. She really liked the solar watch models that are white, but she just refused to paint white. So can't blame her. I would have also yeah. refused. Oh, that was a hard. Like you were on your own. At least with this, I can I can airbrush this stuff on. Models ninety percent done in thirty five seconds. Something like that. Yeah, it's great. Smack them with details. Dunzo. They, they are they are gorgeous. Do not get me wrong. They are gorgeous models. The paint job is heretical. astounding, but it's insanely heretical because they look like gray knights with extra steps. 
it, they, they look like Grey Knights without the books. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, okay, got me. I'm sorry, Conehead Grey Knights. Oh, okay, I see that too. No, that's, uh, I'm, I'll allow it. I'll keep that one in. <laughs> I'll keep that one in. <laughs> I, I, I want you guys to know that about 80% of my jokes, he cuts out. He's probably going to cut this out. Nah, we'll, we'll leave it. At this point, I'm kind of like Carl in the ICs. I was like, you know what? Send it. You know what? We're not, Send we're it. not editing. I'll, I, I almost dropped an F-bomb earlier and I caught myself. Do it live! <laughs> yeah, soon. And then finally for Hobby Progress, I believe it was two Saturdays ago, I was working out here, working on a Redemptor Dreadnought that I've had for ages. I was, I was on my Space Marine kick. That might be why I stopped playing Space Marines. I was watching Scarcast with Scarry, big Drakari players, you know, just something on. Hey, Obviously. It's, it's late on a Saturday. The kids are down. Jordan's laying in bed. I'll just hobby for a little while. So, like, his legs and his torso didn't line up just right. It was off, like, a quarter inch. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on it. So I'm trying to fix this Redemptor Dreadnought. And I've got the Exacto blades that are essentially, like, saws, right? Mm. So I'm sawing at this thing, trying to go on it, watching Scarry, and he's doing his, his battle report with John LeCron and uh, all is well. And he's like, oh, yeah, guys, ha-ha, I almost almost cut, my, cut myself real good with my, my Exacto blade, right? And about that time, I was like, all right, I've sawed, I can saw. It's just a little thing left. Like, let me let me put my brand new blade on the Exacto. And I'm 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 digging at the Redemptor. I'm digging at the Redemptor. And Austin, I got through what I needed to get through. Did you also go through your finger at the same time? I also cut my finger real good. Not not just a little like stabby stab, bleedy bleed. It was a. Uh, I immediately shrieked like a small child. Oh. Grabbed the paper towels and just squeezed and held it. I, I stood up and I just started yelling, hospital! I need to go to the hospital! <laughs> <laughs> of course, Jordan's in bed like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? I'm like, no, I need to go to the hospital! Like, no, I just cut the living shit out of my finger! <laughs> and she's like, let me see. And of course, I take it off and it's it's bad, y'all. Um, and then Jordan's voice dropped three octaves and she said, oh god, we gotta go! <laughs> It's like you gotta go to the hospital. Like, oh shit, you were kidding. <laughs> so uh, I, I spent my Saturday night at the hospital. How 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 many stitches do you need, Kurt? They put three in, and I probably could have gotten five to six. Now I counted more than three. There were it was it was not a great stitch job. The nurses I talked to today were like, "Wow, they did such a good job. You healed so good. That scar is gonna be hellacious. I bet it's gonna look like the one on my finger when it's oh, all said gosh. and done." I I. Well, so, and I don't do well with these things. So the initial panic, I was like, ah, and when I, when I showed Jordan, that's when, that's when it hit me how bad it was. And that's when I got real lightheaded and cold, sweaty and just like, oh God. So the kids just went to sleep. She was tired. So I, I, I text the neighbors like, Hey, are you available? And she calls like, what's going on? And Hey, I cut my finger. I need to go to the hospital. She's like, I'm starting the car. Let's go. Let's uh, go. So, so my sweet retired neighbor took me to the hospital at like 10 o'clock on Saturday, a couple Saturdays ago. Had my third shift buddy, Shane, pick me up, brought me home. Timed that perfectly for reasons I can talk about later. And yeah, three stitches. Couldn't look at it. Kept a Band-Aid on it. It was bad. Almost fainted again at the hospital. It was, it was good stuff. Meanwhile, when I was... 11 years old cleaning a hunting knife after I just killed the biggest buck that was ever shot on my uncle's property in Oklahoma. I sliced it open about as good as you did while it was running under the water to get the blood flow to clot. I casually was like, Oh, Hey, how deep is this? And pulled it apart. Ooh. I'm like, Oh, Hey, that's bone. That's, 
that's not great. Mine wasn't quite that bad. So it, it was the dichotomy of man. You had one. You had one guy over here about to pass out, had to throw up on his way back from back from the stress. Yeah. I mean, while the twelve year old kid's like, "Hey, that's cool. I wish it'd stop hurting, well, though." I get to the hospital and the, you know they triage me really quick for a Saturday night. I was in and out in an hour and a half, which around here that's impressive, amazing. The triage guy's like, "Oh, that's not bad. They'll just glue it." And I was like, "Oh, this is fine." completely you know good from there walking around like shooting oh, hey how's it going how's your night you busy like ha ha and talking to these people and the lady's like oh you're diabetic we're gonna give you stitches lightheaded <laughs> so as someone who hates needles yeah uh we I, sh- I should mention when i cut my finger open with the hunting knife we were in bfe i mean the definition of bfe we were 10 miles from the closest township. Oh my God. We were 15 miles from the nearest liquor store. You were out there. We were six miles south of the Kansas line. Wow. Just middle of Oklahoma. There were more dirt roads than paved roads. I don't know why I thought you were in Texas. I, that makes so much more sense. I I don't know my Midwest. It's a flyover state. Let's it's, it's Midwest. They all look the same. It's it just depends on how much sand, red dirt, or corn you see. I mean, almost everything touches Texas there, though, so it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, but uh, I had I've had a intense fear of stitches since I was five years old when I got hit in the head with a baseball bat. That's a story oh, for yeah, another time. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not getting stitches. So I'm running my water or my my finger under cold water, and I look back at my uncle who just watched me cut open my finger run across the kitchen, get blood splattered all over his linoleum, and then I'm like, wait a minute, there's carpet. So I ran back and then started running it under under cold water. Oof. I just look at him, I'm like, you got bandages and super glue? So I literally sat there and played arts and crafts with my finger and ran a lattice work of super glue over my filleted finger oh my God. and covered it in a little bit of athletic tape, and it stayed that way for a week and a half. And see, I'm like headed just hearing that story, but it's crazy because like, I'm the parent that like kid gets hurt or something. I am in there. I'm in control. I got this. And then once everything calms down, I sit down. I was like, Oh, that was bad. Oh, uh, but I mean, I've always been good in panic situations. I'm a type one diabetic. I deal with needles daily. I see blood all the time. I can't handle me getting hurt. I can't handle me getting stitches. IVs. I almost faint every time they draw blood every three months. They know to lay me down. It's it's so bad. As long as I don't see the needle, I'm good. Yeah, no. I'm... Because I've had to I've had to poke infection sites to drain them a few times. So I just look away, have someone else do it while I'm talking to someone to ignore oh, yeah. me. That see, way I can ignore it the best of my ability. I tried that. I thought I would be the cool guy and just kind of shoot the breeze with the the lady working on my finger, right? Have I told you this? No. Oh, this is good. So the lady that comes in and like prepping everything, she's like, Oh, I've been working like 11 hours and a half or whatever. And like, I'm just so tired. And she was bringing the lidocaine and it slipped out of her hands and fell and broke. Cause you know? Yeah. And so, and I hear her next to me. She's like, Oh, I'm just, I'm a butterfingers and I blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here thinking like, this is the lady that's going to put my stitches in. What? Um, so I'm, I'm starting to panic a little bit. Like, hmm. And I can hear her like in the nurse station, like, Hey, can somebody else do the stitches in like pit two? I was like, Oh, thank God. So they send in this very, very young nurse and she's starting the thing. I was like, I'm not good with this. So she gets me ice and she gets me like an alcohol swab to sniff. Cause she says that helps. It didn't help. It just made me look like a 
freaking idiot. Like, <laughs> so I ask local local hospital here is Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt College in Na- or Vanderbilt University in Nashville. Like, so I was like, oh, how long have you been doing this? She's like, three months. I'm like, no, no, no. How, how long have you been a nurse? Three months. Three months. I'm a student <laughs> at Vanderbilt. It's like, oh god. <laughs> hey, those are either the best. Or the worst. She was very sweet. Uh, she could see I was fading. So between stitches, she like reclined my chair for me and got me some ice water. And <laughs> it was, she was very nice. Uh, she made, she made the entire ordeal more, as, as nice as it could have been considering. Kurt, Kurt you, you are making this so much worse on yourself. I know. I'm, I'm not a brave man. My wife knows what she married. But anyways, that's, that was my hobby progress. Ladies and gentlemen, be careful with those hobby knives. They are extremely sharp. If I cut myself in the next six months, I'm blaming you. Oh, I was literally watching Scar and he's talking about it. And I shit you not, 30 seconds. I sliced, damn near sliced my finger. I would have stopped using it that second. That's why I bought needle files. I I have literally packed that exacto away and it's just in the bottom back of my drawer. But if it wasn't at the angle it was at, I probably would have lopped the finger off. I was about a millimeter from the bone. It was, it was bad. And even now, like it's, it's a little hard to look at. I, I don't do well with these things. Bless your heart, Kurt. Bless my heart. We are in the South, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so let, let's hit games played real quick. I don't want to go into super details with it. I don't need to know everything. I played three or four games with Jakari. I, I don't really want to retool my entire army to be a shooting army. How, how many games have you put in with, uh, with Space Marines? <laughs> Just a few? Jeez, these dogs. Um. I've played two or three games of Space Marines. I, I like the way they play, but with the the massive reduction in AP or everything being tougher, I mean, bolters are just bad. And I, I don't have a lot of tanks. I have mostly infantry. I have a ton of infantry. Again, I, I was very melee focused, and my veteran vanguards, which I, I use the uh, uh, the Heresy Raven Guard dudes with the claws. I can't think of what they're called. Probably because you're forcing beer down my throat. Um, uh, Dark Furies. I've been using those as veteran vanguard, and now they just have the antique weapons. They don't have the stuff uh, or, or the actual it's, weapons it's, anymore. It's not any uh, master crafted power weapons or anything like that. Yeah, it's just like this. No matter what the weapon is, this oh, yeah. is what they speaking, have. Speaking of that, the the consolidation of all the melee weapons into almost one or two profiles, artifact weapons, to seven or whatever, or whatever yeah. they were before. Now, now, I mean, I mean, I, I was looking at Grey Knights because one of my, one of my buddies is getting into the hobby with Grey Knights, and I saw the consolidation there on like the infantry because before you know it was Nemesis Force Falchions, yeah, Nemesis this, Force this, Staves, this, Nemesis now Force Halberds, now thing. it's just Nemesis Force Weapon. Yep, flat profile. Oh, but the demon hammers are actually their own profile because sure. hammer's gonna hammer. So, so that's something that I don't want to say made me salty, but I. I understand why they did it. I understand why they did it. I'm still going to be salty about it, though. Sigmar did away with the the points that, you know, we were used to in 40K when it came out. Because fantasy used to be the same way. You could pick, like, a drummer, and you could pick a flag bearer, and you could pick, like, all these different things to kind of tweak your points a little bit. Or you could add one or two models, and and now we can't. So that's made list building difficult, especially with Marines. Because it's not like I can just add two guys and, like, find those 30 points now. I will say it uh, it made the modeling much better that i do appreciate i have so many magnetized thunderwolf cavalry for space wolves that you know i'm just gonna glue everything down now why not there's no reason not to yep unless come 11th edition they're like hey this is a stupid decision we but we had to write it out i don't think they'll go back i don't think they will either uh, personally 
because the game keeps getting I'm not going to say dumbed down. I'm going to say simplified and simple, not easy. S- simplified, not simple. Sim- that, yeah. That's their thing. Yeah, I think, I think right? that's what it okay. was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have noticed that the, especially looking at some of your older books that you have, mm-hmm. the game has been getting easier and easier and easier to at least get into. There's not yes. as much information overload. And I think that's what their goal is. Their goal is to make this game maybe less war simulator and more arcadey almost war game arcade tabletop sure. maybe and, and i'm and i'm all for it i just with, with with an understanding that the rule of cool will always prevail yes so so I, I like the way my marines are playing my problem is right now there's not really flavor you know everybody uses the same detachment no matter what but i you know I, with my raven guard i'd really want like a, a stealthy rule or something and right now it's I, I don't even use the tactical doctrines like i just i don't know well, it, I don't know why they they keep doing this with the with the doctrines for Space Marines because all it makes is things like White Scar. Any melee heavy army is begging to get Assault Doctrine turn one or turn two. Yep, and you're struggling to get it in turn three. Right, especially with how how the meta is shifting to 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 focus on ranged armies. Ranged armies are the bread and butter right now it, right. it's it's sad melee is not great as a drakari player who's who's witches who used to just shred things they get three attacks at strength three no way it's just it's not great and i mean don't get me wrong melee is still a very potent option it can be but if you're if you're willing to sink the points into it and play a finesse army with when hell even the primaries are like yeah, holding points is kind of eh. So if you just want to sit back in in your deployment mm-hmm. zonal game where there's no cover, if someone decides to throw them at you, go for it. We're not if if the rules if the rules say there's no reason not to push out, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you were saying about bolters, I mean the 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 profile for bolters now is four hundred one pretty much across the board, one or two shots maybe. Well, even even the intercessors went from three weapon options to just one standard bolter, and it's. You know, like I liked being able to have the stalker pattern because like Raven Guard, it was cool. Yeah. You know, they hung back and they shot further and did more, but, and and that's gone now. So I don't know. Well, I mean, on Voton, it's the same way. Like, yeah, I can, I can choose, I get, I get two heavy weapons a squad now for free. Which is nice. Which is nice. But the other option is I get a two shot 401 bolter on the rest of them or... I take a one shot five two one ion blaster. Like I'm still getting one damage, but I have a I have a strength buff and an AP buff, whereas opposed to no AP, I'm half tempted to take that because the yeah. strat the stratagems can make up for it with, with uh double exploding sixes. Sorry. S- sorry. Sustained hits two yes. if they have a judgment token on them. But they've made oh. it so hard to put judgment tokens on things. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's way harder than it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I guess we're paying for the sins of ninth edition. And I understand that. Oh, and I think Dracar are too, you know, Incubi used to be able to just bust tanks and do all this ridiculous stuff. And now they're lucky to kill a five man intercessor squad, which is insane to me. You'll never use more than nine uh, at the rate you're going. I haven't fielded them. <laughs> you haven't even fielded them this edition. I haven't even fi- They're so bad. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Anyways, and then I've played a couple of Tyranid games, I guess, you know, circling back to that. I I like the way they play. They're fun. They they have some really neat stuff, but until they get a codex, I, I'm curious to see how the codexes are, I guess. Is, is I mean, my you're big, getting your codex first. Number one, baby. What? 
Um, Meanwhile, Votan is nowhere to be found. I mean, they've only announced eight of 26 or something. Eight, and they only go to spring of 2024. Yeah. Listen, you know Alex is ecstatic. He at least gets Tau at the top of next year. Yes. I got Nids. I got Marines. I got Custodes. I got Necron. So I've, I've definitely got options when the books start dropping. Yeah, because... Of those options, all of them are on mm-hmm. the upcoming codexes. Yep. I, I'm Meanwhile, little... both of mine are nowhere to be seen. Well, Drakari, I think they they lost all their flavor with just going Index Hammer, which it was expected. I think we talked about extensively off air. It's it's Index Hammer, or as I like to call it, Pain and Suffering Hammer. Yeah, yeah. When when you mentioned that Index Hammer is an awful time, I thought that you were bullshitting me. I'm being be totally honest. No, you were completely honest. And I, I, would, I wouldn't say awful time. It's just there's such stark differences that I don't know will be addressed. And, and who knows? Maybe we get a big FAQ and data slate and they, they truly, you know, change some things. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm curious to see how oppressive NIDs and Marines are going to be once, once things come out. Um, thankfully, I, I've got both armies. Hey! I think that we can all just hope that there's not a return of Crusher Stampede. Oh, man. I, I kind of want it now that I'm involved with it, though. Like, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, but do you really want to bring back double shooting Hive Guard? And I, I'm on that team now. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Listen, I think we can all just be glad that the Demacarian got banned. So some of the games that you've played, I mean, have you noticed any anything crazy or specific? Or I've noticed that knights have this amazing secret passive ability to suck the fun out of the game to anyone you're playing against. Yes. You, the Space Marine player, even the Necron thought even the Necron player thought I was just sitting around doing nothing. I mean you kinda are though. My turn took forever because I was strategically like, can't shoot me, gotta move this far, blah blah blah. And you're just like out and shot and done in ten minutes. Like, oh I'm throwing things at you. Oh, they're I'm gonna reroll this charge. Oh, the, this this charge is in because I'm I'm really easily able to get within an inch of you. Let me roll to hit real quick. And it's dead. And it's dead. Yes. Say so you you didn't even pull you didn't pull a single model preemptively that game either. I straight out killed every oh, single yeah. model. No, that, I I rolled for everything. You didn't just be like you know what no we, we, we can just pull these save yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. No you you I legitimately killed eight hundred points of models in the blink of an eye. Top of two. Yeah. And said all right your turn try and do something. I and I could not. So yeah we we ended that game. Middle of, of two. Yeah, middle of two. Because I got a turn to move up. You got your turn to be like, ooh, he still can't shoot me. He has to be out in the open to shoot uh-huh. me. And mm-hmm. turns out that's where knights want to be. You played a Votan game? I played I played a grand total of two Votan games, uh, and that's only because I played a full game and then two half games. So if you add them together, it okay. makes two. Okay. You know what they do. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Is it as bad as we've, we've talked about? It's that bad. It's You still won, though, right? No. Oh, I thought you won. No. Oh, never mind. Well, let me rephrase <laughs> that. I was doing okay. Sure. But on the half games, I really only got two or three turns in. Oh. One of, one of them was, was the new guy that was playing Grey Knights. I was oh, letting him right, get right. in some reps. Yeah, yeah. And he was okay. I mean, I, d- I don't want to count that as a win or a loss just because it was literally us trying to get him in to understand the rules. That that was where most of our time got sunk in was him learning how, what what the dice rolls were, how to how to tell what a wound roll does, how to read a data sheet. Okay. What is what the, what is see, that, was, that was one of my marine games against Necrons. And technically, if he knew what he was doing, he would have just beat the hell out of me. But thankfully, I had the finesse to like, 
you know, move and shoot, do all the things and, and get out of the way and hide. But um, there's a new new Greynat player. I didn't know somebody else. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a buddy of mine from okay. from high school. Cool. He's he's, he's going to start coming. To, he's a, he didn't come last Saturday because yeah. he had he had stuff to do. Anybody but, came last Saturday? It was a it was a bad Saturday. Yeah, it, it was just one of those weeks. But I think he's going to try to come out this weekend. Okay, I'm, I'm really excited to see if we can get him out and get a, get a game or two in. Cool, because he, he he was the one that wanted me to get into into Warhammer with him five six oh, years ago. Okay. Cool. But I was like, I don't have the money for this. I can't do it. Like, Hello, disposable income. And now I have a much better job, and so does he. And we're both like, hey, let's get into let's get into Warhammer. Yeah. Cool. But um, it's, and it's neat how that works out. I played another half game against Alex because uh, I had yet to see how New Edition Tau was doing. Sure. He hates it. Yeah. He, he hates it because Monk Call isn't doesn't exist right now, well, and Kalyon is aged. Some really good rules, and then they got taken away. Yeah, I, I mean, same same with me. How you think Voton feels right now? Jakari, <laughs> Voton, some of the best rules in the game, and they just got yoinked right away from me. Happens. But the first couple of turns that I did were were perfectly fine. I did some damage here and there. I did some plank damage. It was nowhere close to what the knights were doing, but obviously, I expected it to be that way. And then he he took his turn because he's like, look, I'm at least getting my shooting done, but then I have to actually get back to work because magic was starting. And he was shooting off oh, units left and right from yeah. crisis suits that come out of deep strike. Those seem really strong now. They they got... I, I'm not sure if it's a buff or not. Right. I think it's a buff simply because of the free war gear additions and how they went from having a suite of six drones right. to realistically going up to six wounds apiece with their drone retinue, how it's war gear now. Right. So instead of having an additional six wounds in terms of drones with a little bit extra firepower, sure. now you just have crisis suits with free war gear with a, with essentially the same number of wounds. Yeah, I guess I didn't account for the drones just kind of being built in now. Yeah, so the, the, way, the way that he builds them now is, so it was three crisis suits having, you know, four wounds apiece, with what he had was a retinue of two drones each, so a six drone retinue. So with two shield drones, four gun drones, now he just throws two shield drones on everything to give them an additional two wounds. So now it's just, it's less guns overall. Sure. But it's free everything sure. in terms of guns. So now it's just, the, the points when them went down, uh, their, their strength is pretty balanced com- in comparison like they didn't get much change i think it's I think most of their guns are like 501 or 511 something like that oh he, he goes burst cannons doesn't he yeah he goes he goes cyclic ion bursts yeah it's right. it's a very interesting game uh i played against him a couple of times with uh with knights and it was horrid for him it was a i mean everything was against a knights is pretty horrid yeah it took me about four games with knights, four or five games with knights to realize, oh, this is oppressive. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Yep. And then I played a game with Voton and I'm like, ah, this is this is payback. This this is them getting it getting it back on me. Gotcha. You know, and just kind of related though, I Jordan has the opportunity right now to have the biggest dick in the sauna with her Eldar. One hundred percent and she's passing it up to play like, custodies. I don't, I don't wanna they're just too complicated. It's like not right now they're not. Uh, <laughs> too complicated. They're so, the easiest they've ever been to play. I, I just think it's hilarious. Like maybe maybe I should pick them up. Just you know take them out for a spin. See how it goes. On a side note, I I I asked Jordan the last time I was over if I could learn how to play her Eldar, 
and she doesn't have anything that's oppressive. So now I'm just like, eh, maybe I do, maybe I don't. No, no support weapons, no Wraith Knights. Granted, I've tried to talk her into buying those for years, and she's just like, I don't like, know, I'm okay. Like, you have the Webway portal. You literally used it for the emblem for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a Wraith Knight? Never actually filled at the uh, Webway gate. See, that, that that just feels like a crime. That feels like a crime. We you have that. You have both the Drukari and the Eldar, and a couple of retrofitted uh, Harlequins in there too, don't you? Uh-huh. And so, you've never fielded your Webway gate. That is a crime against 40K. We went to the opening of the Warhammer store in Texas five or six years ago, and they had, like, the store there. And so I bought my Storm Eagle, and that was kind of her, like, I bought something here. It was just something, like, we, we tried to buy it, and they went out of stock real quick, and they just happened to have them that day. So we, we bought them. I think we kind of touched on the main topic just kind of throughout the podcast. I know we, we've talked about the game as a whole. We've talked about Index Hammer, i.e. Pain and Suffering Hammer. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the RTT that's coming up. We're going to try to go to. We'll, we'll see. Busy time of the year. I'm really curious. I think this weekend is ATC in Chattanooga. Oh, really? We are going to see some crazy stuff. If you're free Saturday, I would. Well, we're playing at the store. But if, if you had nothing going on on Friday night, Saturday, or Sunday, go to Chattanooga and just walk around. It is pretty darn cool. But the list we're going to get out of ATC... So so when ninth dropped, ATC is always one of the first really, really big events because there's like 105-man teams. There's a lot of games going on. Right. And people bring the most broken stuff. Um, we had Tacoma last weekend. It wasn't too bad. But I think we'll get an FAQ... Or something very soon after ATC and hopefully address some of the kind of the crazy problems because that's when they fixed everything last time ATC happened and everybody took like 10 storm ravens and yeah I remember hearing about uh, hearing about how much of a problem fly was and they're like oh we're just gonna make flyers horrendous like something to maybe look forward to so I, I wouldn't be shocked if next week we got like a an actual data slate fix or something so uh so you, you want to take bets on how Mr. Stephen Crowley is gonna do I assume he's going with Death and Glory, but, I mean, that that's what's crazy. It's There's so many teams. So Art of War is going to show up with their five best guys. And, you know, all the big teams in the U.S. are going to show up with their five best guys and their five best list. So depending on how the meta shifts and how the matchups go, it, it could just be crazy. It's it's an event where Art of War is showing up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look, Art of War wins again. It's going to be like... It's going to be like LVO. Ooh, Art of War wins again. Sky is blue. Who would have thought? Right. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what they bring and the list they bring. I, I'm just excited. Like, that's the reason I pay the 60 bucks a year for Best Coast pairings, just to, to be able to pull up the list and check it out. And yeah, honestly, just just see how ridiculous things are going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch the meta just go. I'm or, excited to watch the meta go way up and then get. All right. hammered by by any FAQ or updates that are going to hit. Every team will probably take Eldar. I'd say both flavors of knights. Eldar, both flavors of knights. Um, sisters. Steelers Colt. Gene Steelers Colt, maybe? GSC Sisters. If they've got them, yeah. Are Sisters hot right now? I don't sisters, know. Uh, the, the list, the, 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 uh, the percentages that you sent, mm-hmm. Sisters were above GSC. Oh, they were fifty nine to fifty. See that that was first weekend though. I haven't. I yeah, haven't that, that was first weekend. Yeah, but nothing they've done has affected sisters so far. So sisters is staying pretty hot. And I don't even know what they do. I didn't even look at their their index. Um, long 
long story short, Miracle Dice are really good. and oh, So Fate it, Dice without the nerfs. Cool. Fate Dice without the nerfs. <laughs> and if you shoot them, you better kill that squad. Or they're going to get buffed because now they're below starting strength. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they get really strong really fast. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, so I'd say that's probably what we're going to see a lot of. We'll know... We might actually see some more Paragon War suits since Morvan Vol has to lead them. Yeah, Friday night, game one. So, Which is weird, but I like it. We do like it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, so so I think that covers it for this episode. We, we talked about a lot of stuff, kind of out of order, as we generally do. As long as they all get talked about, that's all that matters. Yeah, the listeners don't complain. Yeah, when we get enough, maybe they so will. It's, it's, not like, it's not like we're posting the, uh, the, the, uh, the outline to our our podcast as the as a thumbnail for the episode all right cool man well thanks for coming on anything else before we we peace out on this one i'm not meta chasing swear to god sure when you buy eldar next week there's no denying it i don't need to buy eldar you just said you wanted to play my wife's eldar yeah i'm gonna steal yours (laughs) there's a difference they're hers that has been made incredibly clear in this my bad that has been made incredibly clear especially when she went to cherokee with you after you already planned to take eldar she wasn't going. I was going to run Yunari. Okay. That's, this has been episode 12 of Webway Radio. I'm Kurt. And I'm Austin. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>